0: and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life.
1: This is my Bible. Bible. It is the Word of God. God. And it is the will of God God. for my life. life. I am who the Word says I am. am I'm the righteousness of God God in Christ. Christ. I'm where the Word says I am. Seated right now in the heavenly realms, in the place of authority, dominion, and power. I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine, and I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert. My spirit is receptive as I'm taught the Word of God. My life has changed for the better, and I will never be the same again. And I declare this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth that the blessing of the Lord is upon this house and the blessing of the Lord is upon every family. And from this day until the parousia of the Lord, we walk in victory day after day after day. And the Lord our God leads us in triumphal procession in Christ. Hallelujah every need met, every bill paid, every dream coming to pass, every vision coming to pass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is victory, victory, victory from this day to your last day. Amen. Shout it out loud. I'll never be broke, I'll never be broke. Another, day another day in my life, and I'll never be sick, I'll never be sick. another day in my life. In my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of victory, and you may be seated amen amen the message this morning we're still in this series taking action for a better tomorrow and the message this morning is reinventing you by changing what you do reinventing you by changing what you do say it out loud with god's help help. i'm going to set some faith goals and with god's help help. i'm going to reach those goals To bring forth the good things of life, you have to develop faith in God, and you have to develop yourself down on the inside in the inner man. In order to bring forth the good things of life, you have to have faith in yourself, faith that you can do it, faith that you can change your life for the better. So in order to bring forth the good things of life, you have to have the right mind set. And to have the right mind set for success and prosperity, you must renew your mind to the word of God. Then you have to take action. Tell your neighbor, then you have to take action. You can reinvent you by changing what you do. We can only change our lives by changing how we think. We can only change our lives by changing what we do. You can reinvent you by changing what you do. Say it out loud. My great God God is is able able to do immeasurably more than than I can ask or imagine imagine according to His power power that is at work work within me. me. Now this is a a superficial natural story but it's the truth. I I don't know why but uh, the whole time I lived in Michigan you know I was the chubby boy and uh, My dad bought a Ford dealership with another man in Cincinnati, Ohio in uh, the spring, I think it was, of 1970. And I just decided to reinvent myself. I just made up my mind. Uh, They'd always given me a burr cut or a flat top. And uh, since about I guess third or fourth grade, I'd probably worn glasses. I just, man, I just decided, man, changed my mind. And uh, And so I I let my hair grow that summer. I talked my dad into springing for some contact lenses. And I I just, I just, I saw that when I walked into that new high school, there was an opportunity that I would not have ever again to reinvent me. And I did it. And I'm telling you what, I'm so glad I did. Because, I mean, by the time I saw that gal in chemistry class in the ninth grade, Man, I mean, I was cool, <laughs> and I was, I was rail thin, amen. I did three sports a year for those, my s- sophomore year and my junior year, amen. I just did it. Now, that's a silly, superficial, natural example. But it's true. And I could changed my life by doing some stuff. And we are right now on the threshold of a brand new year. And you need to ask yourself, a year from today, do you want to look like you look? And do you want to be making what you're making? And if you're single, do you still want to be single? I mean, we let these years slide by. And every year that slides by is another year that you will never have back, and you'll never be able to make up the traction you could have gotten in that year. Are you hearing me? Time's moving. You can only change you by changing what you do. Number one, prosperity and success are all about what's on the inside. Prosperity and success are all about what's on the inside. Success and prosperity flow out from the faith that's at work on the inside. Ephesians 320 21, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So where is that power released from? According to that power, according to his power that is at work within us. Where is that power released from? It is released from within us. That power is released from within the believer. Look at Matthew 12, Matthew 12, make a tree good and its fruit will be good or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad for a tree is recognized or discerned by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you who are evil say anything good? For out of the overflow of the heart the mouth speaks. The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in in him, and the evil man brings evil things up out of the evil stored up in him. So let me ask you, where do the good things of life come from? They come from within a man, from the inside of a man. And this is why you have to renew your mind to the Word of God. Verse 36, but I tell you that men will have to give account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken. For by your words, you'll be acquitted and by your words, you'll be condemned. Yes, it is all about what comes out of the mouth, but what comes out of the mouth is based on what is in the heart and where is the power released from? It is released from the inside. So let me ask you, where do good things come from? The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. This is exactly contrary to what's being taught. I know, I know, I know. But I'm not preaching popular culture. I'm not preaching greed. I'm not preaching covetousness. I'm preaching the word of the living God. Where does the good stuff of life come from? The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. him. And that's why Jesus said we have to guard what we allow to go on the inside of us. Luke 8, 18, consider carefully how you listen. So you just can't sit around all week long and listen to a bunch of C-R-A-P and then turn out good things out of your life. Are you hearing me this morning? This is why Solomon wrote in Proverbs 4, 23, Above all else, guard your heart. For it is the wellspring of life. Your heart is the wellspring of life. Not the money you can get off somebody else. Your heart is the wellspring of life. Because for the believer, the power of God, the ability of God is released from within the believer. We can only change our lives by changing how we think. We can only change our lives by changing what we do. You can reinvent you by changing what you do. Say it out loud. My great God is able to do immeasurably more than all I ask or imagine according to His power that is at work within me. Number two, to receive what God has in store for us, we must renew our minds to the Word of God. To have, to receive what God has in store for us, we must renew our minds to the Word of God. Look what has happened. Look what has happened in two years from the entire world renewing their minds to the news conferences held by this Dr. Frankenstein. Yesterday here in Texas, it was 72 degrees. We get up this morning, it's 19 degrees. The same modelers, the same modelers that said everybody was going to die from this virus, they're the ones saying that You know uh, the ice caps are going to melt, and all this. Listen, you have to be quadruple stupid to believe any of this. If if these politicians really believed any of this, why does Obama have lakefront property on Martha's Vineyard? Why does Biden have lakefront property in Delaware? Why was that uh, that crazy representative from Brooklyn vacationing with no mask in Miami? While her constituents are locked down in New York, they don't believe any of it. They don't believe any of it. They don't believe any of it. But they want you to be dumb enough to think that if you'll just give them more of your money, that they'll stop tornadoes and they'll stop a virus and they'll stop it. The weather changes. I'm telling you what. It is nothing in this generation but lie after lie and lie upon lie. And I'm telling you that we have got to go with what God has said. The only only way you're gonna change your life is by changing what you feed your spirit, man. You've got man, you gotta turn that TV off. You gotta turn those. Those uh, health experts, those government health experts I mean by, the, by God, I mean I know we have people who work for the government here this morning but in, in, in general they're, they're subpar people. Not you because you're, you're a member here but I'm saying the, uh, those other people Amen. 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 I mean I'm telling you how how ignorant do people have to be? This is the same government that gave Native Americans smallpox blankets. This is the same government that did syphilis experiments on black men, the Tuskegee uh, study. This is the same government that spo- dropped poison from airplanes over poor black neighborhoods in St. Louis. I mean... Do do people not read? Do people, I mean, are people that ignorant? They just turn on, and you know, there's a reason. My generation called it the boob tube. (laughs) You know, you don't get smarter watching that. You get dumber watching that. But if you will renew your mind to the Word of God, you're going to have some common sense. You're going to have a sharpness to your thought life. And you're going to know a lie when you hear it. Is anybody with me here this morning? Amen. 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 What was it they were, they passed, what was it, a $3.2 trillion bill and said it wouldn't affect the debt? That is how stupid they think you are. Tell your neighbor, they think you're stupid. But i tell you what, I think you're smart. I know you're smart because you're here this morning. Amen. i tell you what, I think you're the blessed of God. I think you're the healed of God. I think you're the prospered of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to go by what man says. I'm going to renew my mind to the word of God, and I'm going to go by what God has to say. Romans 12, 1 and 2, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans 12, 1 and 2 proves that it is possible to be saved and yet be conformed to this world. This is why many born again people live, walk, talk, think, and act just like the world. They are born again, and yet they act like the world. They believe like the world. And they talk like the world. This is why there is a lack of success in the body of Christ. And this is why there is a lack of prosperity in the body of Christ. Paul was not writing to sinners in Rome. Paul was writing to Christians in Rome. Yet he said it was necessary for them to offer their bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God as a spiritual act of worship. Even though they were born again, Paul exhorted them to not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of their minds to the Word of God. Then Paul says they would be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing and perfect will. This, my friends, is the key to success in life for the believer. There are no shortcuts. John Osteen used to always say, we ain't got no shortcuts. Tell your neighbor, there are no shortcuts. If you are still involved in fornication, adultery, pornography, sexual fantasies, envy, jealousy, strife, etc., then you are still allowing yourself to be conformed to the image of this world. You're just like everybody else. This is exactly and precisely why people are born again yet sick. This is exactly and precisely why people are born again yet in lack. This is exactly and precisely why people are born again yet unsuccessful in marriage. They are born again Their spirit man is saved, but they are still so much like the world in their beliefs, their speech, and their conduct that they are reaping what the world reaps. In short, the Word of God is not working for them. Paul said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformation means metamorphosis. The Greek word there is actually the Greek word metamorpho. It means a total, complete change. It means to cease being one thing and to become another thing. This is the total change a caterpillar goes through when it becomes a butterfly. This is, I mean, a butterfly is not a caterpillar with wings. It it was one thing, and then it became another thing. That's what God has in mind for you. You might have been poor, but God wants to make you poor no more. You might have been sick, but God wants to make you well. I'm not talking about just a little bit of a little dabble, do you, of improvement. I'm talking about ceasing to be defeated and starting to be victorious. This is the total change that God has in mind for us. This is not just a little progression. This is a complete change, a complete transformation. Metamorphosis doesn't mean just learning a little more or doing a little better. We can only change our lives by changing how we think. We can only change our lives by changing what we do. You can reinvent you by changing what you do. Third John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. We will prosper in this life even as our soul prospers. And remember, your soul is not born again. Therefore, you are going to have to do something with your soul just like you have to do something with your body. And what is your soul? It is your mind your will, and your emotions. To renew the mind is like changing a diaper. A dirty diaper does not simply need to be refreshed. It needs to be changed. A dirty diaper does not need to be sprayed with air freshener. It needs to be changed. Our minds need to be changed. Our patterns of thinking need to change. Many Christians today are not really renewing or changing their thoughts and thought patterns. They are simply trying to cover up their same old way of thinking by putting on a happy face when they come to church. But at home, on the job, and during the week, they are the same old person. So we have Christians who are depressed. We have Christians who are in therapy. We have Christians divorcing. We have Christians drinking. We have Christians committing adultery. We have Christians using drugs, and we have Christians taking their own lives. To make a change in our thinking, we must find out how God wants us to think and what God wants us to think about. So we go to the word, there is no solution. I declare without apology in the midst of this COVID hysteria that there is no solution but God, and there is no solution but the word of God. There is no way forward but God. There is no way forward but the word of God. The word of God is true and everything else is a lie philippians 4 8 finally brothers whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about such things notice the word specifically says think about such things so the word actually does tell us what to think about whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever's lovely, whatever's admirable, whatever is excellent or praiseworthy. As we continue to renew our minds, eventually our thought patterns will be renewed and the old patterns will fade away. As we work, and it is work, as we work in renewing our minds, eventually the new way of thinking will supersede the old and the old patterns will pass away. As we renew our minds, we recognize negative thinking. And we confess it as sin. And we decide to change it. And then replace those thoughts with God's thoughts. By an act of the will. I said by an act of the will. We decide to think about whatever is true. Whatever is noble. Whatever is right. Whatever is pure. Whatever is lovely. Whatever is admirable. And whatever is excellent or praiseworthy. Now my friends this is a lifetime process. We will never come to the place when we can stop renewing our minds. For the born-again, spirit-filled child of God, there is one major thing that hinders the fulfillment of the perfect will of God in their lives, and that is the mind. In one of the cars recently, I heard Kenneth Hagin say, the greatest adversary of the Christian is not the devil. The greatest adversary of the Christian is the unrenewed mind. Because once you get your mind renewed to the Word of God, the devil's nothing. Listen to what I'm saying. For the born again, spirit filled child of God, there is one major thing that hinders the fulfillment of the perfect will of God in their lives, and that is the mind. Too many Christians are still conformed to the image of the world. Too many Christians are still conformed to the image of the world. That's why, that's why you got to watch out doing what they do, looking like they look. As a Christian who has been transformed by the renewing of his or her mind bases their life on the word of God. Their feelings, experiences, or other circumstances do not change what he or she believes or how they act. The Word of God is their foundation and their guide. This is a very difficult thing for most people to grasp. Most people live in the world of opinion, where their opinion is just as good and as valid as anyone else's opinion. In fact, we live in a world of opinion polls, a world where politicians do and say everything they do and say based upon the results of opinion polls. We have been trained for so long to base our lives on how we feel or what we have experienced that it becomes very difficult to retrain someone to lead a word-based life. When people let their feelings or their experiences or their opinions be the Lord of the life, all Satan has to do to defeat them is hand them a few negative experiences or defeats or criticisms. The renewed mind, though, stays with the Bible no matter what. The renewed mind stays with the Bible no matter what. The renewed mind believes, speaks, and acts upon what God has said in his word the renewed mind does not argue with God or offer up opinions as if God were their equal Smith Wigglesworth once said I'm not moved by what I feel I'm not moved by what I see I'm moved only by what I believe and what I believe is the word of God Matthew twelve thirty five the good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him And the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. Good things do not fall on people from out of the sky. People bring them forth. And the way you bring them forth is by growing you grow by renewing your mind changing the way you think and making God's thoughts your thoughts we actually have been given the power by God to set our own course in life by the things we do therefore let us learn what we must do to be successful in this life remember what Jesus said in Matthew 12:35 the good man brings good things Out of the good stored up in him, and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. So let me ask you, where do good things come from? The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. Where do good things come from? The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. Tell your neighbor, you got to bring it forth. Tell the neighbor on the other side, you got to bring it forth. See, this generation doesn't know anything about the Word of God because they went to church and the preacher wasn't preaching the Word of God. So how can people know anything about the Word of God if nobody's preaching the Word of God? And they want a new car and they want a house and they want this and they want that. And the world gives them an answer. Well, just vote for these uh, commies and we'll give somebody else's money to you. Each Christian is individually responsible for establishing the will of God in their life. Hear me now. Change your life. Don't sit here a year from now if we're here and be in the exact same situation. You have been given by God an incredible power and ability. You have been given by God the ability to take God at His word and let the word of God come up out of your heart and across your lips and change your life. Ain't nobody going to do it for you. Tell your neighbor, ain't nobody going to do it for you. Each Christian is individually responsible for establishing the will of God in their life. Each Christian's vision controls how much of God's plan will come to pass in their life. Satan's plan is discouragement. The devil knows that when you kill a Christian's motivation, dream, and desire, that person will just sit there in the pew and stagnate. Jesus said you have to bring forth the good things. Man, you got to bring it forth. Tell your neighbor, you got to bring it forth. And how do we do that? By getting some good things down in our hearts. You can change your circumstances if you will change your vision. And you can change your vision if you can see and believe the power of your heart from the Word of God. You make the vision, and then the vision makes you. I said, you make the vision, and then the vision makes you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, you make the vision. And then the vision makes you. Tell the neighbor on the other side, you make the vision. vision. And then the vision makes you. See, you decide what goes into your heart. You decide what you are going to believe. You decide what you are going to think. You decide how you are going to see life. You decide whether you are going to see opportunities or problems, unemployment or employment, poverty or prosperity, sickness or health. You change your life by changing your mind, and you change your life by changing what you do. You make the vision, then the vision makes you. Hallelujah. What you take into your heart, what you believe, and what you see begins to control how you think and how you live. Hear me now. Change your life. What you take into your heart, what you believe, and what you see begins to control how you think and how you live. Tell your neighbor, you make the vision, make the vision. then the vision makes you. The vision. Tell the neighbor on the other side, you make the vision, make the vision. and then the vision, the vision makes you. When we use the word vision, we are talking about a desire, a dream, a goal, a purpose, a direction, a plan, a blueprint, a map, a destination. We're talking about a motivating factor in your heart that pushes you and drives you and overcomes that miserable seed of Adam factor in every human heart that limits you. Every one of us have it. Every person has a vision for life, a vision for their life. Every person sees life as being either good or bad. They see their abundance or they see lack. All I see is the power of God. All I see is the prosperity of God. All I see is the plan of God. All I see is the coming of the Lord. All I see is health and healing. All I see is prosperity and abundance. All I see is victory and victory and victory and victory and victory and victory. victory. Hallelujah! You get the Word of God down in here. Then the Word of God comes up out of here. And then the Word of God begins to manifest in your life. Hallelujah. Because you are the Lord of your life. You are the prophet of your life. You set your destiny by what comes out of your mouth.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. You make the vision, and then the vision makes you, and it drives you, it compels you, it thrusts you forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know how many times in the ministry I've stepped out. I had a big vision. I had a big dream, you know, and because of the way I preach, you know, we never really got to the, you know, multiple thousands level because of the way I preach. I know I get it. I understand, but I ain't changing. And so, you know, I just, I just had to, I just had to believe God. I just had to renew my mind. I just had to change my thinking. I just had to change what was coming out of my mouth. I just began, I just had to say, the money's coming. When man, it looked like, forget about the money not coming, look looked like we were going under. I just changed what I said. Money's coming. Money's coming. Money's coming. Money's coming. Money's coming. Money's coming. Yes. Money's coming. Hallelujah. Not going to be broke. Another day in my life, not going to be sick another day in my life, not going to be defeated another day in my life. No, 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 no. In Him I live and move and have my being. Hallelujah. It may look like I'm alone, but I'm not alone. Hallelujah. I'm walking with God. I'm walking with God. I got the greater one on the inside of me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got the greater one on the inside of me. Hallelujah. I got the greater one on his side of me. And he's coming forth. He's bringing forth good stuff. Hallelujah. The dream's coming. The vision's coming. Good stuff is coming. Because I got the word of God down on the inside. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord my God is not coming for a defeated church the Lord, my God, is coming for a victorious church. Hallelujah. You know, I'm going to crown this and I'm a crown that. To hell with all of that. I'm going to believe God. Hallelujah. And I'm going to walk in victory from this day to my last day. Hallelujah. Because my God is able. My God is able. Every person has a vision for life, a vision for their life. Every person sees life as being either good or bad. They see their abundance or lack. They see opportunities or they see problems. They see blessings or they see curses. I remember standing out here as the meltdown got rolling and a young man in the church came up to me and he was telling me all about how terrible the real estate market was. I said, look, brother, you got to turn that coin over. I said, I don't care how many people are being foreclosed on, how many homes are changing hands in foreclosure. I said, every time real estate changes hands, somebody's making money. I said, there's a realtor. I said, there's a title company. There's banks involved. I said, I said, every time it changes. I said, I don't care if it's a good story or a bad story. Every time it changes hands, somebody making money. I said, you got to turn that coin over and say, well, it may as well be me. See, in other words, you see problems or you see opportunities. Are you hearing me this morning? Are you the kind of person that sees problems or are you the kind of person that sees opportunities? And we have walked right in it. We have walked right in it. I mean, oh my gosh, the biggest struggle of my life financially was paying for broadcast television nationwide oh my goodness oh but we just walked right into it we just walked right into it in this era of hysteria we got more people watching now online than we ever had watching on nationwide television we're reaching more people now Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah i mean man we just walked right into it how how By being PC? How? How? By preaching gay marriage? How? How? By preaching transgenderism? By going to hell like all those other ministers? No, no, no. We walked right into it by having the Word of God in our heart and having the Word of God in our mouth because people from around the world now, they're looking for an answer. They're looking for an answer. And the answer is not in the politicians. And the answer is not in the health experts. The answer is in the Word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And and I'm in the middle of all these preachers, and I'm the only guy standing here with a Coca-Cola in the desert. Hallelujah. I walked right into it. Hallelujah. Just walked right into it. Just preaching the Word of God. Hallelujah. Just preaching faith. Hallelujah. Just preaching the positive message. Hallelujah. Just preaching faith in an era of fear. Glory to God. Just walked right into it. Yeah, yeah. we just turned that coin over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you the kind of person that sees problems, or are you the kind of person that sees opportunities? Every individual has a vision for life, a vision for their life. Whether, where there is a small vision, people live small lives. Where there is a poor vision, people are poor. Where there is a big vision, people live large. Where there is a prosperous vision, people prosper. And where there is no vision, the people perish. We know that from the book of Amos. What is in your heart is controlling the experiences of your life. The good man or woman out of the good stored up in them brings forth good things. The good woman out of the good treasure of her heart brings forth peace and love and faith and prosperity for her family. But the woman who has a bad treasure in her heart brings forth strife and fear and sickness and poverty into her family. Circumstances of life are merely manifestations of what is in our heart. The circumstances of life are simply manifestations of what has been in our heart the whole time. Each of us brings forth from our inner man the treasure that is within us. We therefore have the ability to take charge of our lives and chart our course by making the right deposits into the treasuries of our hearts. We can only change our lives by changing how we think. We can only change our lives by changing what we do. You can reinvent you by changing what you do. Say it out loud. My great God God is able to do immeasurably more than all I can ask or imagine according to His power. That is a work, a work within me. Number three, wrapping it up to receive what God has in store for us. We need to take action in order to change our lives. In order to receive what God has in store for us, we need to take action in order to change our lives. Let's wrap it up by talking about integrity. What is integrity? The, the engineering definition of integrity is the state of being undivided. In other words, you they might inspect a bridge and say... The concrete foundations on that bridge have lost their integrity. What does that mean? Well, there's a state of division. There's cracking. There's something that's going to allow that bridge to crumble. What is integrity? The state of being undivided. Christian integrity is the state of not being divided in our words, not being divided between our words and our action. People have no faith because their lives have no integrity. People have no faith because their words have no integrity. They're saying one thing on Sunday. They're saying something different on Monday. People have no faith because they have no integrity. That's why they're envious. That's why they're jealous. That's why they act like Sister Teresa on Sunday, and they act like the devil on Monday. That's why you cannot trust what they say. That's why they work against your peace, your happiness, your children, and your marriage. That's why their needs are never met. That's why they're never happy. That's why their needs will never be met, because they have no integrity. They have no consistency of action. Their faith, their confession, and their actions are scattered all over the place. They lack consistency. They lack consistency of action. Their lives have no integrity, no state of being undivided. How can you change your life if you too lack consistency of action. Young men, how can you find a wife if you never have a girlfriend? And how can you ever have a girlfriend if you never ask any girls out on dates? And how can you ever go out on a date if you never talk to any girls? And I want to tell you, without apology, I know I may look old, I got some snow on the roof, but I do know one or two things. And here's a piece of news for you young men. Texting is not talking. Ladies, ladies, how can you change how you feel about yourself if you pay no attention whatsoever to your hair, nails, clothing, and makeup? Young men, how can you find a mate if you pay no attention to personal grooming, if you never comb your hair, if you never brush your teeth, if you take no action to look your best and to feel your best? And to all I say, how can you get that better job? How can you get that promotion at work? if you look like you belong in a rodeo or some zombie flick and not in a management position, how can you get that better job? How can you get that promotion at work if you never get to work on time, if you lack promptness? How can you get that better job? How can you get that promotion at work if you always take the easy path at work, if you lack diligence? How can you change your weight without changing your diet? How can you change your weight without changing your exercise routine or starting an exercise routine? Weight is the result of only two things, what you eat and what you do. So if you wanna change your weight, you have to take action and change what you eat and change what you do, and by that, mean, that, and, by that mean, and by that I mean exercise. And let me say this about weight. There are entirely too many young people in their 20s Pushing into obesity. You have no idea how blessed you are with a 20-something metabolism. There's just no excuse to be 10 or 20% overweight in your 20s. Just stop drinking pop. Stop it. Stop eating junk food and your weight will fall like a rock, and you'll be at your right weight before you know it, thank God for Thanksgiving and Christmas. But if we eat every day of our lives like it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, it won't be long till we look like Santa Claus. (laughs) How can you get out of debt without changing your spending? How can you get out of debt without changing your borrowing? Debt is the result of only two things, what we spend and what we borrow. So if you want to get out of debt, you have to take action and change what you spend and change how much you borrow. James 1.5, "'If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind.'" That man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. In other words, that man lacks integrity. That man lacks consistency of action. Say it out loud. My great God is able able to do immeasurably more than all I ask or believe according to His power that is at work within me. And don't tell me something can't be done because I've done too many impossible things in my life for somebody to come along now and tell me something can't be done. You can take charge of your life. You can change your life by taking action now for a better tomorrow. Your life is in your hands. It's not in my hands. It's not even in God's hands. Well... You know, and I've heard Kenneth Hagan deal with this in several different messages and several vehicles. Well, you know, if 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 I just go to church, everything will work out. No, it won't. You know, if if I just give my life to Jesus, everything will work out. No, it won't. If I just walk the aisle and pray the prayer, everything will work out. No, it won't. Oh, if. If I if I just can get to, you know, if I could just find the right husband, no, because you'd wreck them. If I could just find the right woman, no, you'd mess her up like you did the last three. The good things of life don't come by finding a geographical place or by finding a man or by finding a woman. The good things of life, not by voting so uh, your neighbor's paycheck can come into your bank account the good things of life come when you bring them forth hallelujah so you want to change your life well you have to change you you can't just go find it somewhere amen you have to change you to change your life let's bow our heads you may be here this morning and you've never you've never gotten saved faith faith in God doesn't begin with healing faith in God doesn't begin with success faith in God doesn't begin with prosperity faith in God begins by making Jesus the Lord and the Savior of our lives individually and personally Jesus said in John chapter 3 you must be born again he said in Revelation chapter 3 behold I stand at the door and knock if anyone hears my voice and opens the door I will come in and fellowship with him and he with me This is the greatest privilege ever afforded man. And this is actually the biggest change you can affect in your life. To be saved, to be born again, to give your life to God. How many this morning would say, Pastor, I've never never given my life to God through the Lord Jesus Christ. I've never confessed my sins to God. I've never asked for God's forgiveness in the name of Jesus but I want to do so this morning pastor I want to be saved I want to be born again I want to give my life to God I want to begin this new year a new me and I see from the message the only way I can do that is by connecting my life to and partnering my life together with God Almighty how many this morning would say pastor that's me I want to be included in this prayer if that's you this morning wherever you are lift a hand up lift it up high enough to where I can see it Pastor, pray for me. As we wrap this up, I want to I I be a part of this prayer. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to God. Pastor, pray for me. You may be here this morning and you're backslidden. Maybe you're one of those Christians who never took the trouble to renew your mind to the Word of God and, you know, this happens and that happens and You just don't make forward progress in the things of God. And you're sitting here this morning, you got no fire, you got no light, got no enthusiasm, you got no joy. The word of God says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. How many this morning would say, Pastor, that's me, I'm backslidden. I'm not living for the Lord like I I know I should. And Pastor, I'll tell you this, I don't want to live a whole nother year backslidden and be here to, on this Sunday next year and be in the exact same mess I'm in now I want to I make a course correction I want to recommit my life to God through the Lord Jesus Christ I want to make it right and I want to change my life and I want to live for the Lord from this day to my last day if that's you this morning wherever you are lift a hand up lift it up high enough to where we I can see it we're going to pray how many this morning Father I thank you for your word it is an incorruptible seed it has gone forth into the hearts of the hearers And I thank you, Father God, it will not return to you empty or void, but it will accomplish what you desire and achieve the purpose for which you've sent it. And for this, we give you our praise. And everyone in agreement said amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen.
0: Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. 3400 or send an email to info at Remember to put God first in every area of your life because He loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, you walk by faith, not by sight.